1: Welcome on in, it is the final out, sponsored by Regency Furniture. Affordable never looks so good. Jack Fritz hanging out with you, reacting to a Game 2 win over the Atlanta Braves, thank God. <laughs> I mean, like uh, a big old exhale. Uh, obviously, Game 1, freaking Bryce is the home run, and like they've done, you know, those last couple big home runs. They found a way to blow it. Um, And I remember after they lost game one. I remember it was like five hours ago. But when they lost game one, I was like, man, I I hope that's not one of those losses that kind of carries over. And to the Phillies' credit, it didn't. Um, The the Braves kind of put out a a B lineup. The Phillies didn't put out their A lineup. So, um, you know, the Braves, I feel like, were very content with the split. Credit to the Phillies they were able to take advantage, but regardless uh, they were able to to salvage the split uh, after what could have been a nice little sweep after you know the game won heroics at Bryce Harper, but nevertheless they were able to uh they were at least able to get one uh, if you're st- stuck in traffic, we'd love to talk to you. Always love to get the ballpark feel uh you know it only twenty seven thousand there tonight, um, and maybe like a Monday night kids are back at school some football on, you know, a little a little disappointing. I, su- I assume as the week goes on, the crowds get a little bit better, but still, I mean, it was still loud late in the game, so that was good to hear. Uh, if you're stuck in traffic, 215-592-9494, or if you're at home and want to react to everything. It was a busy day of baseball. Obviously a lot of reaction on the station to the Eagles game yesterday, but listen, we're here to talk with Phil's, because I'm hosting and it's the final out at showtime. Let's get to the biggest takeaway of the game uh, brought to you by Morgan & Morgan. And my biggest takeaway of the game, we'll get into the the, the nuts and bolts of it. But my overall takeaway from the game and really the game one and, and the weekend, because I haven't had much chance to talk about it, it's just... They are not going to make this last month of baseball easy, are they? It's just every every time you want to kind of kick your feet up and then you, you keep trying to tell yourself they're okay, they're okay, they're okay. You know they just lose in the most gut wrenching way. I mean, think about the last. This is the last five games. Friday they blew a two nothing or a, a two run lead. Saturday they have a big lead and then Aaron Nolan makes that a close game. They ended up pulling away. That's great. Sunday, uh, again, it was one of those, okay, you know, they lost game one. It was ugly, but at least they're going to take game game three of the series. They go up 3-0, and the Marlins just chip, chip, chip away. You lose that in brutal fashion. Even though, like, late in the game, you're working your way back. If, if, if the bullpen can do their job, you probably get back in that game. Regardless, another gut-wrenching loss. Game one of this series where – if 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 they could just if they could just get a shutdown inning, just one. I, I'm not asking for the, the the moon here. Can I just get a? I, they got something tonight. That's beautiful. I'm so proud of you. Uh, game one if they get one shutdown inning, it's a totally different ball game. Like, it comes down to a Trey home run to make it eight six, and then the Harper heroics in the ninth. is fourth home run off of Rossio Glacius just owns them. The new Broxton. Some are saying. Um and and then tonight's. I mean tonight's game should have been a laugher. I mean it should have been a laugher, but I was I was tight in the ninth. Acuna's coming up to make it a could could, could tie that ball game up with one swing. I mean if you are if you are one of those baseball fans like me and and, and like Francisco back at the at the studio where you're like living and dying with every single you know pitch. These last 5 games have just taken a a, a bit of a, of a toll on you. Yeah, I mean that's 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 5 tight, frustrating like <laughs> like, like, can we just can we just make this a little bit easier and not have me think about impending doom all the time? I mean, because that's what it that's what it feels like. Um, so, but that's not this baseball team, and it's not them in September. And um, you know, it's gonna be it's gonna be a bit of a roller coaster here to close the season out. Now, they're not facing the Braves a lot of times, so so that, thank God. But even the Marlins over the weekend, like that was a series that easily could have swept. Easily should have taken two or three, but there's just little cracks here that are that are starting to to concern me um, the, the bullpen is 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 a is a big one the starting staff continues to be one and it's a shame because the offense that you are you're preying on in in the off season that wasn't really there until August first is here i mean I mean the offense is doing its job um, but it, it, at the bullpen right now, besides Jeff Hoffman, who is coming out of nowhere, I, I don't know who you can turn to and be like, bang, you know, go, go get me three outs right now. You know, it's almost like I mostly trust you, Matt Strom. I mostly trust you, Craig Kimbrell. I mostly trust, um, you know, some of these guys, Jose Alvarado. But then all of a sudden they'll throw a sneaker in there and you don't see it coming. Um, you know, I thought Kimbrell looked good tonight. That was a good sight to see. He's back up to 98. But he, regardless of the bullpen, I mean, then you go over to the starting staff. Michael Lorenzen again tonight, um, just just doesn't have it anymore. Like he came in, he was a revelation, eight innings against the Marlins, a no hitter, and he's just been bad since. He's just been bad since. It's it's as simple as that. And Tom Walker, like I, I don't understand how you're you're, you're a, a competent, pretty good big league pitcher, and you hit two guys, you walk three, you splitters all over the place. I mean. it, it – the, the main reason this is going to be a bumpy ride is because of where this pitching staff as a whole is right now. And it's a shame because for the first three and a half months of the year or of, of the season, they were carrying them. I mean, they've been one of the – as a whole, they've been a top five unit in the sport. I know it doesn't always feel like that, and it certainly doesn't feel like it right now. But the shame of what's going on with this team right now is that if you can get the beginning of the season pitching coupled with – the hitting that's going on right now, you're talking about one of the best teams in baseball, but what's going on right now is they keep getting in these shootouts because they can't get shut down innings, they allow back-breaking home runs, and they keep teams around where you you get tight in the ninth, and even when they have a two-run lead, you don't feel confident in that. And that's not a a very fun place to be at as a fan. Um, But if they could just get on a little bit of a roll here, you know, I think Rob Thompson for majority of the season has done a good job of trying to manage these guys innings. He's tried to be smart about it, but at the same time he's got to go in ball games. And like, I, I just, I can't do the whole Rob Thompson has no feel for the bullpen when the easy counter is, okay, well, who would you put in? And it's like, I don't know, like, because who can you turn to right now that Rob Thompson's like leaving on the bench and saying, I'm not going to you right now. So I know that turns into the whole, well, what does a manager really do? And ultimately, yes, wins and losses fall on the manager. But if, if, if he was making egregious errors where I, I'm seeing him put in the wrong guys in the wrong spots, then I'd be more critical of Rob Thompson. But you got to start looking at this logically i mean you gotta think about it. in game one he has to let tylen walker keep pitching because he's got lorenzen who is now a four or five inning pitcher so you can't just burn your bullpen in game one when you're down so that game two becomes a totally different ball game like it's 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 a tough little balancing act being a manager in, in a double header i mean Sir Anthony dominguez people ripped his usage of him over the weekend i mean the reality is is that he is one of their more talented bullpen pitchers and I would like to see if they can get him right heading into the postseason before Friday night he allowed one earned run in, or one yeah one earned run in his last 14 appearances he hung a slider got tattooed Sunday he wasn't great but like he's when going right they're probably best bullpen pitcher so you have to keep trying him out there I mean he tried to put him in a low leverage spot in the sixth inning the other night so it's not like he's putting him out there in big spots you can't just never pitch him so it's it's he's got a tough balancing act right now and and these guys who carried this team for a long time they're starting to to leak some oil here heading in into the stretch around the season and I, I would like for them to get a big enough lead to where they can get these guys some rest, but if, if it might not happen because they keep letting these teams stay around in games that they should be winning and should be, you know... Putting teams away, two one five five nine two ninety four ninety four. That's the biggest takeaway of the game. Brought to you by Morgan and Morgan, America's largest injury firm. Not going to be easy. <laughs> the, the, this is this is not not the Phillies. They don't they don't make things very easy. And my my second big takeaway here in the in the open is that the offense continues to look really good, but I, I have a but, and the but is. Three three players here. Um, Nick Castellanos. I just when he gets in these modes where it's chase 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 chase, not seeing pitches like just swinging at, at at sliders and splitters in the dirt for no reason, swinging first pitch rather than working anything. It's a tough watch, and he's going through one of those streaks right now, which is 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 excruciating to go through. Bryson Stott has arguably been this team's MVP so far this year, but I'm starting to see him kind of wearing down a little bit. Um, Not really driving the baseball. More strikeouts than usual. Lots of ground balls. Um, You know, this is – he played a lot of baseball last year, and the World Series didn't get a hit. He was mostly fine before that. Um, There's a little bit of – Bryson's that fatigue right now, it looks to me, setting in. And and I do wonder if they try to get him uh, a day off probably Wednesday with the off day on Thursday and try to get him two days because he looks like he kind of needs it right now. And Brandon Marsh, I know he had the home run, but just more uncharacteristic chase right now from him. I mean, if if you look at the offense, it was nice in game two because game one, uh, 7-8-9 or 6-9, they were one for 22. Uh, In game two, they bounced back and had a big night. So it was good to see the bottom of the line kind of step up there. But really, the offense right now, it's pretty much just Schwarber, Turner, and Harper. It's just kind of going nuclear. I mean, Schwarber's over 1,000 uh OPS since August 1st Turner's over a thousand OPS since August 1st Harper's over even though he's kind of cooled off here in the power department besides the home running game um one and and the the bun attempt tonight which was just (laughs) Bryce every once in a while just kind of does things and I'm often shaking my head and, and confused um But, you know, it's pretty much those three guys just kind of going crazy here um, for a little bit. And they'll get some contributions throughout the night. Maybe someone else kind of stepping up. But those three have been a constant. But definitely three offensive guys that are catching my eye are Cassiano, Stott, and Marsh. I know he had the home run tonight, but he's still been chasing a little bit more. 215-592-9494 is how you – get in uh as I pull up the call screener here uh Steve is in Norristown what's happening Steve hey Jack how are we doing I'm doing great what do you got for me
2: uh, first things first quick plug I love you on uh Marks and Reese the top five at five I tune in every day it's wonderful <laughs> but back <laughs> to the Phillies you. thank you back to the Phillies um I went to both games today I left work early. I have no regrets on that. And uh, went down to the first one and just kind of had a me day. I was listening to uh in L.A. on the radio and keeping score, just hanging out with no one around me up in the 400 level, having a beer, wonderful time. And then you have Bryce go and hit that home run to tie it in the bottom of the ninth inning. And then – like it's like three pitches later in the top in the top of the tenth, and it's like, are we not allowed to have nice things? Like, can we not just? <laughs> it's just get a lead. Like you worked so hard. You were down. You were down. Like it was at least four runs. Maybe even eight the three, and you fight. You fight all the way back, and then you have. And then you have that ending, and it just sucks. And you can't and, – and, I, you know, I was keeping score, and you had four walks and two hit spatters. You can't give six free passes totally to this team. Not even this team, any team. You can't give out six free passes and expect nothing bad to happen to you. You know, so that made me sad with the first half or the first game. Mm-hmm. Second game – Second game, love that you come out strong. I really thought that was something that you needed to do. Just the way how that you, the way how you you lost the first game, and then you come out and you put a four spot up, awesome, bat around, beautiful. That's what you want to see. And even then, like for the rest of the game, you you just weren't comfortable. The Braves are just so good. But the fact that you were able to hold on was really great. I love the fact that, you know, if you talk to anyone before the day started, if you have you tell them you get a split, you're going to take it. It is what it is. You're going to take it and you got it and it's and it's and it's fine. Um you know, I'd love to do two and two in this series. I mean, three and one. geez, that would be a that would be a delight. I would but... be
1: I would be uh, <laughs> ha- planning a parade down Broad Street if they yeah. if they did that. Um, and listen, I, I I appreciate the call, Stephen. I hope you have a great rest of your night and, and safe travels home. That's why you know we'll, we'll continue to break down the game and what happened. But my my big takeaway from obviously the last five games and specifically games one and two to today is just like. They're gonna make this. They're, they're gonna. They're gonna make us tight. They, it's it's what they are. It, it's who they've been in September. Like I overall, I I think they're I think they're good. I think the Phillies are a, a good team that has a chance to be very good. Um, I'm not totally worried about like a, a, a super collapse here, um, but I just think that th- with the way the pitching staff is going right now, it's gonna be tight. And and if the offense doesn't put up. Six seven you're gonna be worried, and it's gonna be these these kind of close ball games, so. Again, if they can get anything close to what they were doing the first three and a half months of the year, I mean, a, a really, really good run could be coming for this team. 2 5 94-94 is how you get in. Jack Fritz hanging out here on the final out. On the other side, uh, some thoughts on the bullpen, including an increased role for one member and someone that I think needs to start making the move uh, towards the bullpen in the next coming, coming weeks before the playoffs. It's Jack Fritz here on the final out. We'll get to all of that coming up next.
2: This is the Final Out, Sports Radio 94 WIP. And Kimberl the 0-2 again. Ground ball right side, cave wide in the back, has it, races to first, and that's the ball game. Acuna grounds out, representing the tying run, and the Phillies split their day-night doubleheader with Atlanta as they pick up a win here in the nightcap, 7-5 the Final.
1: Welcome on back. Jack Fritz hanging out with you here on Sports Radio 94, WIP. 215 9494 is how you get in. The final out, as always, is sponsored by Regency Furniture. Affordable never looks so good. Uh, my player of the game tonight, which is brought to you by South Jersey Gas, committed to prov- providing safe, reliable, affordable natural gas. Make the switch at southjerseygas.com slash lovemyhome. They've, uh, <laughs> they've been crushed around here, and rightfully so. It, it has not been a good run uh, for this unit recently. But I'm giving it to the bullpen tonight. Um, the only real mistake was Gregory Soto. Uh, he just kind of, for some reason, again, like – Michael Harris is late on a hundred late on a hundred late on a hundred. Why are, why are you thro- why are you trying to throw a slider in there and letting him speed his bat up? He had an absolute tank shot, but regardless, Gregory Soto is someone who is a terrifying watch. Um, you have no idea what you're going to get. He's either the best bullpen pitcher in baseball, or he is unpitchable either way. Bullpen had a good night tonight. Um, and a couple thoughts here, you know, I think Jeff Hoffman has been a, a really big revelation. Um, and, and I think the biggest – the biggest, uh, I guess, battle down the stretch here when we're talking about bullpen rolls in the postseason, to me, is going to be the, the closer. Alvarado is going to continue to get high leverage innings. Matt Strom they seem to trust. Soto is not in my, in my trust tree right now. And then that Sir Anthony. Hoffman kind of battle. It's not something that I anticipated at all. But every time I watch Jeff Hoffman pitch, it's just like, and especially even like the last I don't know two weeks where they found something mechanically to where he's finally just kind of pumping the strike zone. I mean, it's 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 ninety seven with a freaking hammer slider. And he's filling up the zone. He's not walking a ton of guys. He's having kind of easy breezy innings. Now, the only problem with starting to transition Jeff Hoffman into a bigger role here, and he's he's, he's coming big spots and, and, and for sure. But now it's like rather than pitching in a sixth inning, you're pitching in the eighth, and you're coming into tight playoff games. Sir Anthony has been a this year has been bad came in big moments for last year in the postseason and was really good in them. Um, so I, I, it's going to be one of those battles to kind of watch down the stretch run here of who's the righty they go to before they get to roll And Jeff Hoffman's working his way into that role. And, and if you ask me right now, and it's, I don't think this is breaking news, but I think he's earned that. And you have to go with guys who are pitching the best right now. And, and Jeff Hoffman's probably their most reliable bullpen arm right now. I mean, he his stuff is nasty and he's got that he's finally uh, found a little feel for that that split changeup he's been throwing so um, again credit to the the, the scouts credit to the, the the pitching development because they took a guy who had massive control issues who has been kind of bouncing around teams here never really found a home and they might have unlocked something with a guy who's the number 9 pick in the draft so Jeff Hoffman Again, comes in tonight, six inning, bang, 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 three outs were out. Like, given what we've seen out of this bullpen recently, thank God. He has been an absolute godsend. And is there a part of me that, yeah, it would be a little bit worrisome starting to put him in these more high-leverage spots? Is he ready for it? This is the first time he's really had success. Um, but at the same time, he's a pedigree guy, and, and and he's earned it at this point. Now, the the one thing that could be factored in, two right-handed bullpen relief options is Michael Lorenzen, who has been a bullpen-ish guy. He's been kind of between a starter and a bullpen guy for a majority of his career. Tigers gave him a chance to start all this year, goes out, makes the all-star team, even though it was a Tigers all-star, and then gets traded. They get a good prospect for him and comes here. Now he's starting to reach his innings limit. He throws 124 pitches for a no-hitter. And again, tonight, it's just... He doesn't have a put away pitch. I mean, I mean, the the biggest problem for me with with, with Michael Lorenzen is he can't get you out. Like he, he can't strike you out. He is pretty much you got to put the ball in play, and that's how he really throw a no hitter. I mean, there were some balls that were crushed in the no hitter. Um, he doesn't have a pitch that can really put you away. He doesn't have that slider. He like he can throw it, but it's more like pitch to contact. Now out of the bullpen. Maybe it goes up to like 97 on his fastball. He's hit 96 a couple times tonight. If he just airs it out for an inning, I don't know what kind of weapon he could be, but I, I think that your your starting rotation for the rest of the year should be uh, Wheeler, Nola, Ranger, Chris, and Tywin Walker. And given that Lorenzen has experience in the bullpen, I'd like to see them start to, to, to put him there and maybe give some length and, and, and help out this, this this bullpen that is kind of leaking oil right now. So um, I, I would I would start trying to, to move Michael Lorenzen into a bullpen role and, and see if he can't kind of give some relief to the rest of the relievers. 215 9494 is how you get in. Max is in Huntington Valley. What's happening, Max?
0: Hey, I got absolutely nothing bad to say about the Phillies. They have totally restored uh, my love for baseball over the last two to three years. Awesome. Uh, One thing, at the game tonight, you know, you got a lot of people after the win doing the, uh, you know, the Eagles chant, and I find it a little disrespectful, you know, to the Phillies players who are out there, you know, winning games. They've turned this team around in the last couple of years. It's amazing. So what we've done is we've created a new chant. I'd like to share that. And it
1: goes. P H I L L I E S Philly <laughs> It's not bad. It's not bad, Max. I appreciate the call. And I do like that there's someone out there that is that is joining my crusade in the fight against Eagles Chances Phillies games. Because it's it's out of control. It's it's incredibly annoying. And you know, when I I put a tweet out about it, and of course, meltdown city, whatever. You know, we're we're four for four down, but then it was also like the Eagles matter more. It's like, well, I don't care. Um, I think where I come from with the with the Eagles chance at Phillies games is like, yeah, I understand it. You know, we're, it's a city thing. But if I was a Phillies player, I would be like, are you guys serious? Like, really? We're, we're losing a close game, and I got to hear Eagles chance. And, and frankly, team hasn't looked as energized at home since then. So, mm. Maybe let's, maybe let's not do the uh, the Eagle chance at Phillies games. That's just you know my personal opinion. 215 592 9494 is how you get in. I'll run through all of your phone calls on the other side, but also uh, look ahead to tomorrow before handing things off to Jody Mack, and he'll take you through the rest of the night here on Sports Radio 94 WIP. This is the final out. Sports Radio 94 WIP. The pitch
2: swung on, lined into left center field. That's going to be in for a base hit. A run home as
1: Cable scored. Welcome on back. It is the final out. Sponsored by Regency Furniture. Florida will never look so good. Jack Fritz hanging out with you on this Monday evening, reacting to Phils uh, splitting the, the the doubleheader against the Braves. <laughs> the exhale moments all around. Thank God. Uh, and really, just because I thought I thought after losing Game One, maybe a little bit of an emotional left out heading into Game Two. Um, but you know, they went out there. Mostly took care of business, and and that's um, what you just heard there, even though it was a little bit quick, is um, the play of the game, which is brought to you by Mike's Amazing. uh, It's the Mike's Amazing play of the game. Presented by Mike's Amazing, the official mayo, mustard, and vegetable oil. The Phillies, that was Trey Turner with another hit, and it was a, uh, you know, extended the lead. So it went from from 5-3 to 6-3. They added on there, and he just continues to look insane. I mean, he, obviously before the ovation thing, I I wasn't concerned long-term about Trey Turner. Like, I thought we would get Trey Turner, you know, the guy that we paid for, you know, maybe next year and and going forward. But I had written off, we're going to get that this year. And, like, the ovations, they happened. He was really good for, like, a week. And I was like, yeah, but this is probably going to die down. I mean, it just hasn't stopped. (laughs) And all of a sudden, he's morphing back into being one of the best players in baseball again. again. And, I mean, frankly, having – the best shortstop season since 07 J-Roll around here. He, he, he could – he would have to stay pretty hot. But he could mess around and have a 30-30 a 30, 30 year. Given everything that's going on with Trey Turner, ends up with a 30-30 year, an OPS over 800, some really good defensive plays tonight. I mean, <laughs> they got the real Trey Turner back. That's what's been so insane about this little run for the offense since August 1st is that, like, it's it's fueled because one of the best players in baseball is playing like one of the best players in baseball again, coupled with Bryce Harper finding his power stroke, even though it's cooled down a little bit, coupled with, with Kyle Schwarber seeming like he's on base all the time and hitting home runs, although... Starting at a little too many singles. I, I think I think Kyle Schwarber had three singles today. And uh, listen, again, the Braves going to add the Ron Acuna 30-60 season. I need Kyle Schwarber to end the year with more home runs than singles. That is a, a personal goal of mine. Um, but still, I mean, those three are the catalyst to the offense. And then usually someone else steps up and has a night. I mean, Marsh had the home run tonight. Um, you know, the bottom of the lineup was was really, really good. But again, Trey Turner is just... He, he, he's back. He is, he is back in full swing, and it's been a really, really fun uh, thing to watch for sure. Blake Join the show from Narberth. What's happening, Blake?
0: Hey, Jack. Coming off that two of three losses to the Marlins, a heartbreaking Game 1 loss, and the Cubs having a easy series against the Rockies, it was really crucial to win this game. It was nerve-wracking at times. Matt Olson just continues to kill us and the pitching wasn't lights out at times. But what I think we saw is that the Phillies competed in both games, and they showed that they can compete with the Braves, and they belong on the same field as the Braves, which a lot of other teams cannot say the same, which I think is big.
1: Yeah, and, and and you know the, they've been pretty they've they've held their own against the Braves. I feel like a majority of the season, even though it feels like the Braves always kill them. And I dread every single Braves series because it's like, well, here's what I'm getting into. Austin Riley's gonna have something. Matt Olson's gonna hit a ball forever every single time that Ron Acuna steps to the plate. I'm gonna have uh, like just flashbacks. I don't know him taking Zach Wheeler like 800 feet a couple years ago. Like even with all that, they have done a pretty good job against the Braves the last couple. And obviously. the the postseason series last year.
0: Definitely. But I do want to talk about the bullpen. And I think it's funny how baseball works in this way. The one constant this entire season, it seems, until recently, was the bullpen was a major strength. And now I'm concerned about the bullpen. And I know that there's going to be guys like Sanchez, Lorenzen, Ranger, who can come out of the bullpen in the playoffs. But the bookends of the bullpen are going to matter. And this homestand has been very concerning. Sir Anthony, Jose, Soto, even Strauma times have been unreliable and in mm-hmm. Sir Anthony's case, he's been flat out unwatchable. Dombrowski didn't do anything at the deadline, which I thought he should have. Yep. So my question is what can they do to improve the bullpen or just hope and pray? Do you think someone like Orion Kirkering there it is. Up, could be something to do? He's there. only 22 he's a big arm, and he could be an impact player going into this big stretch and later into October.
1: Yeah, I appreciate the call, Blake. I mean, as a baseball nerd, uh, I love that Orion Kirkering is being brought up on the on the final out and on the WIP airways because he's going to be our lockdown reliever for the next decade uh, once he eventually gets called up. But, you know, I appreciate that we're, we're already at that point. So Orion Kirkering, I think, could be nasty. It just feels like a lot of pressure being put on, like, a fourth-round pick <laughs> to, to, to come in and kind of save the bullpen. I'm more in the... You just got to bank on this, these guys going through a bit of a tough period right now and then rounding back into the form because, I mean, I've talked about this a lot. Last year was pretty much just Sir Anthony and Alvarado. I mean, they had to put Ranger in there. They had to put Eflin in there. David Robertson was unreliable. And then it was like Bilotti and Brogdon. These guys do have the stuff where if they can just get on a roll, it can turn just like that. And, again, for majority of the season, they were the best bullpen in baseball. So – I, I am more in try to find a way to manage innings. Hopefully they can just get a get a little bit of a lead in the wild card and and get these guys a little bit of rest on the stretch here. But these are the horses you're going with. You can't make a trade. Sure, Orion Kirkering is an interesting name. Maybe they bring him up to AAA and see what he can do. But at the same time, he's kind of just – pitching a lot now i mean this is his first full season of of pro baseball so he's throwing a lot um but it's definitely a name to monitor and if if things continue to fall here like would i rather have a ryan kirkering up here instead of junior Marte and andrew pilati i probably would um but it's definitely gonna be something to watch here but other than that these are the horses you're gonna have to go with and and that could be a bit of a shaky ride ken is in may's landing what's happening ken how much how are y'all doing tonight doing well what's going on man
2: I got to be honest, man, when Hoffman key running out and I'm sitting there, I'm I'm a little bit worried, but I really think that the bullpen's being led by a, a, I know he's not what he used to be, but I think he's an amazing catcher, just like Chooch used to be. And he's kind of leading these guys through things and calling great games. I'm not sure how the whole dynamic works with calling the pitches, but a great catcher goes a long way. And I think he's leading his staff through a lot of things and even though it's average and things aren't up as much as they were, I think JT's bringing a lot to this bullpen. Well, he's got, the, uh, he's
1: got the he's uh, got the the home road splits, which are one of the funniest things in baseball. He's like the best, like one of the best players in baseball on the road, and then at home, he's he's replacement level. I think his OPS is like uh, yeah, below story. six fifty. Yeah, it's wild. And, and listen, I think he does a pretty good job. There's always some pitch selections, but at the same time, like pitchers got to execute their pitches. Like if Gregory Soto buries that slider, Michael Harris isn't hitting it, hitting it out. I mean, Michael Harris. Do you have
2: confidence in this bullpen going into the playoffs? And I'll leave it at that or leave it at that. I apologize. Thanks, Jack.
1: Uh, Appreciate the call. Ken right now. No, Um, but I also am reserved to the right that they were really good for majority of the year. They do have stuff back there. And if they can get hot, then the bullpen goes from a, a question mark to a strength right now. It's, it's terrifying, and it's annoying that we're back here again, but it's, it's absolutely terrifying when this bullpen enters into a game. I mean, again, last five games, Friday they blew it. Saturday they tried to blow it. Sunday they blew it. Game one they blew it, and, and, and tonight they were good. So one out of five, we take that at this point. Now, uh, Francisco back there. I know Jody's coming up next. Is, is, is he okay or is he, is he in control? Have he you... said
0: he wants you to keep the show going
1: until the Jets game's over. <laughs> has, has he, has he, so you've been in contact with Jody. I, mean, I just it's...
0: talked to him 30 seconds ago. He, oh, man. I told him, uh, Jackson, third segment. He said, oh,
1: tell him to keep going. I'm watching the Jets. It's got to it's be a tough night for him. I'm pulling for him. Pulling 13 for all. 13 all. I know, but I mean it's been a disaster. It is the most Jets thing of all time—the Aaron Rodgers injury. But regardless, uh, coming out tomorrow, Zach Wheeler on the mound versus Max Freed. are really, really good. You know, I I'm still a sucker for the ace on ace kind of matchups. I wish we got more of them in baseball. They're kind of going away, so I'm excited to see uh, Zach Wheeler versus Max Freed. Max Freed a three ten uh, ERA in his last seven starts. You know, just uh, he he's, he hasn't pitched much this year. He's been in and out of. of of the rotation with an injuries or with injuries. Um but, you know, he's really good. And Max freed has been really good for for a couple of years now. And the Phillies will one hundred percent have their work cut out for him. Although I believe Bryce has pretty good career numbers off him. So maybe Bryce can take him yard. Either way, uh Zach Wheeler on the mound for the Phillies. Last nine starts a two forty five ERA. Um with uh, 66 strikeouts um which would be on pace for 250 in a year like he's just there was that concern at the beginning of the year pitch deep in the postseason first time really doing that and he just didn't have it early um that's pretty much been erased in his last couple starts. And apparently made a, uh, a nice mechanical tweak uh, Mechanical t- uh, tweak before the national start up in Williamsport. He got shelled in the first inning. But ever since that first inning up in Washington, he has just been dialed in. So excited to see that tomorrow night. Wheeler versus Max Freed. Uh, we'll have you set heading into the game. Marks and Reese with, with leading off. And then I'll be back to react to that post game. So uh, another... Probably tension-filled night down at Citizens Bank Park. But either way, we will have all the coverage and react to it here on WIP. That's going to do it for me. I appreciate you hanging out with Francisco Rojas, produced the program tonight. A despondent Jody Mack takes you through the rest of the night here on Sports Radio 94 WIP.